welcome to HealthCast, the heartbeat of health IT. I'm your host, Sarah Seibert. On today's episode, we're joined by Samendra Paul, Executive Director of Data Governance and Analytics and Chief Data Officer at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Following the release of its data strategy earlier this year, VA has been using its considerable data repository to improve its services and engage in a continuous learning process that drives the agency's modernization priorities. Paul is spearheading VA's top data priorities that are impacting veterans' healthcare, research in COVID variants, and even collaboration across other federal health agencies. You'll hear why data is what Paul calls VA's superpower. I came to the VA to be a part of uh, a unique mission, a public trust mission, serving 19.2 million veterans across their lifetimes starting with their extension on duty at uh, the Department of Defense when they left active service and then uh, forward with their lives. And it was a really unique opportunity. VA is, is relatively unique around the federal government in that its mission is retail. VA runs the largest integrated healthcare system in America. So every day, the vast majority of VA employees are on the front line serving veterans in healthcare settings and wellness settings, benefits, memorial affairs. And, and so that was a, a real unique opportunity to help VA better leverage data as a strategic asset and lead American wellness, lead American healthcare. So that was the, was the opportunity and what brought me to VA. My role as the chief data officer, I co-chair with partners in the Office of Information and Technology, our CIO shop, our Data Governance Council, uh, that's a diverse spanning body that has representation from all parts of VA. And within that, within that council, uh, that's a part of uh, VA governance, reports up to the VA Operations Board, we're driving the VA data strategy and its implementation roadmap. So that really is my top priority. The strategy consists of a vision around improving access and outcomes, advocacy and excellence, using data as a strategic asset to serve veterans, delightful experiences, great outcomes, but also lifetime impact, using data from across uh, the myriad touch points, but in an integrated, managed, ethical way to improve uh, the veteran experience and, and, and veteran outcomes. The strategy has five goals things like stewardship or managing data, analytics, technology, workforce, governance, which, which you'd expect in a data strategy, and a, a series of 13 mission-facing priority objectives anchored across the operating administrations, you know, across VA. And then that's the, the mechanism we're using to drive the implementation, right? Focusing on maturing enterprise data management through the capacity and capability building, but tying it to these mission-facing priority objectives. COVID-19 required federal agencies to quickly pivot to address new demands. VA has leveraged data insights from the pandemic, bolstered virtual services like telehealth, and increased IT capabilities to ensure the agency could continue to protect its patients and staff. You're right. Uh, when the pandemic hit last year, VA oriented on it pretty, uh, pretty well and pretty dramatically, uh, not only serving veterans and keeping our workforce safe while we were doing it uh, as safe as possible, uh, but also activating 
our fourth mission, which isn't as widely understood and, and may be interesting to you know the listeners of, of this podcast. You know, we have three core missions, healthcare, benefits, memorial affairs that together serve veterans across their, their lifetime. Uh, but we have a fourth mission, which is to help backstop the American healthcare system in times of national emergency or crisis like the pandemic, a public health emergency. So, yeah, we uh, immediately pivoted to COVID-19 operations like the rest of American healthcare. Uh, VA has always been a leader in telehealth, telemedicine, and we had a dramatic increase a thousand times in terms of how much uh, connected care we were delivering to our veteran population during the pandemic. Like most federal agencies, uh, the non-frontline workforce started teleworking. I'm actually doing this podcast from home. Uh, so that was a, you know, and that was, that's actually an interesting aspect of VA because we have such talent across VA, but it's spread out across the country. So we, you know, we, we have some experience with remote work, with telework, and we're able to, you know, kind of successfully navigate uh, uh, that. It, uh, you know, some people have said, and I have observed it at VA, the, the pandemic while tragic, also accelerated the future through the use of technology. And we definitely see that at VA. A couple of interesting things specific to data. So VA has, has always had investments and capabilities around biosurveillance, natural language processing. And when COVID first emerged, it was a mystery. We didn't understand its clinical markers. Our systems weren't coded to record COVID-19. So we used the natural language processing and biosurveillance capabilities to be able to, for example, mine uh, free text note fields in clinical uh, records to be able to understand and generate signal that compounded as we learned more, of course, contributing that learning to the broader community and the federal response, but also integrating that back into our operations serving veterans. The Veterans Health Administration leadership in particular also took a, you know, a network-wide view. The Veterans Health Administration is a, made up of a series of 20-plus regional networks across the country, centered on 174 or so uh, medical centers and 1,000 uh, community care centers. And traditional service delivery was, is done regionally, right, with a degree of coordination. But with COVID, VHA leadership was meeting one, two, three times a day with network directors, other functional leaders, integrating real-time information, making decisions daily, sometimes hourly, about shifting resources, you know, understanding the effect of the pandemic on traditionally underserved communities, just a variety of really interesting and effective uses of information that did uh, help VA do a pretty good job responding to the pandemic and uh, sharing the learning that we developed with our federal and non-federal partners. As Paul mentioned, VA increased network capacity and remote access to support virtual care, seeing a 1,000% increase in telehealth and video visits during the pandemic. With emerging variants top of mind, as we approach what many call the next wave of the pandemic, VA will use its lessons learned to prepare for and combat the next public health crisis. Uh, the pandemic has in many ways accelerated the future. VA is no, no different that way. And indeed, 
there's been a focus across VA operations, clinical research, innovation, benefits, information technology, and data to integrate our lessons learned and and be able to benefit from those and bring those into our enterprise architecture and our operating DNA. So that's been uh, an ongoing focus of leadership at VA and specific to data. Uh, we're doing a lot to integrate the lessons learned, the Pathfinder initiatives that uh, came up in the emergency response uh, when we pivoted the entire organization to COVID-19, integrating those lessons learned and Pathfinders into the way forward with our VA data strategy and roadmap. So an example of that is uh, the work we've been doing with the electronic health record. That work actually you know, is was happening before the pandemic. Uh, it continued during the pandemic. And, you know, Secretary McDonough earlier this year did a, uh, led a strategic review. Acting Deputy Secretary, Dr. Carolyn Clancy was the data leader with that. Data was one of eight tracks. And we demonstrated improved data management and highly reliable semantic interoperability between our, our legacy Vista platform and Cerner. And building on those lessons learned is discussed in the comprehensive lessons learned report that was published at the end of that uh, strategic review. We're using that as the basis for uh, managing the complexity of operating two EHRs during the cutover process and ensuring we have a line of sight on value creation, highly reliable operations using trusted managed data, value creation, and the like. Other examples, I, I mentioned the one about uh, the natural language processing and biosurveillance. There's uh, further examples around connected care and work to understand the digital divide and you know how uh, policy choices can help close that gap uh, as a part of the broader administration activity around broadband infrastructure. One investment that was made by VHA during the pandemic was to create a common operating platform, again, to bring together data from a variety of disparate sources, integrate that data, improve and increase confidence in the data through transparent management of it, and then making that data you know, operationally available at the, at the headquarters level, but also at the, at the vision level, the regional network level, and at the individual facility level to help with decision-making in a more aligned way, right? The idea being, let's operate off the same integrated data at a more aggregate level at the headquarters and, and a, at, a, at a more uh, broken out level as you get down to the facility and things like that. One other thing I would highlight that, you know, we are committed to close and joint operations with the Department of Defense. The electronic health record modernization is a, an example of that, right? A single EHR following the service member through their journey their lifetime veterans journey. Uh, key there is uh, joint and federated data management and joint analytics. And uh, under the joint executive committee, you know, co-chaired by the deputy uh, secretary at VA and the undersecretary for personnel and readiness at DOD, we've developed uh, or developing and, and, and working to finalize a joint data and analytics strategy between the two departments with an implementation plan and recommendations for enhanced data-focused governance across the myriad touch points between the two departments. Uh, 
particularly excited about that because the veteran's journey starts as a service member's journey. So it's critical to have a common framework at every moment that matters along that service member veteran's journey to identify the required authoritative data to drive access and outcomes and, and ensure that data is interoperable, highly reliable, cataloged in a way where it's discoverable appropriately between the agencies and having the right kind of policy frameworks to share it and do data, joint data analytics, joint analytics to drive aligned policymaking. It's sort of the vision of the Evidence-Based Policymaking Act that created the CDO position that I was hired for two, two years ago. Throughout the episode, Paul has mentioned the importance of collaboration especially when it comes to joint analytics and partnering with other federal agencies to improve data strategies and priorities. Paul will tell us more about VA's joint efforts across the Departments of Defense, Health and Human Services, and more as it rounds out its data strategy and continues to improve veterans' care. I did talk about the DOD, and we have a, a number of touch points with the DOD and activities that are suborganization or program-focused around data management. Uh, a great example is the firm, right, providing a, a focal point for, you know, operational data management related to EHR between the Defense Health Administration and our agency and the Veterans Health Administration. Uh, key partners, you know, also the work to share core service member separation information at the core information that, and getting that and using it authoritatively so that you know, we, we, we never have to ask a veteran uh, for their paper DD-214, right, that we, we have the data and it's just a matter of the veteran proving identity to be able to get access to services and benefits at, at VA. And those are things that are, you know, uh, in progress goals that we're working jointly with DOD. Uh, but we also work with uh, health and human services and its operating divisions like the Centers for Disease Control, Food and Drug Administration, National Institutes of Health, Centers for Medicare Medicaid Services, the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT, Labor, Education, Housing, Agriculture, Justice. I mean, there's touch points with veterans across the federal government. Commerce is a great example with Census. And, you know, we use data from the American Community Survey together with other data. To, you know, to help create a, a premier predictive analytics data set called US Vets that you know, has been able to successfully identify almost a million more veterans than you'd be able to identify just through administrative data. DOD, through uh, some fires uh, in the 70s, lost a lot of personnel records. And you know, we've been able to bridge that through the mechanism I, I just talked about. Uh, U.S. VEST is really interesting because then, you know, it is a predictive analytics data set. It, it gives us insight into the entire veteran population. And so we're able to use it as the denominator on, on a number of studies across VA, about 50 in the mental health, homelessness, uh, suicide prevention, other, other, other areas to really help drive research and innovation with you know, the numerator in those studies being data coming out of our clinical or program activities uh, and as well using, you know, the, the, the data, again, appropriately, with the right controls in uh, operational decision support type, uh, type applications. So, you know, some examples of, and again, this is, uh, I would add here, this was envisioned by the Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, kind of key there, and it was, you know, working with the 
statistical, federal statistical communities, uh, statistical officials, privacy officials, and others, but appropriate and ethical sharing and linking of data across the government to drive greater insight and to drive improved services to citizens. In, in VA's case, that's, uh, that's veterans. Looking ahead, Paul explains what we should expect to see from VA as it evolves. He'll explain that data is VA's superpower, and the agency is working to effectively and securely manage and operationalize this data to support its fundamental principles, improve access, advocacy, excellence, and outcomes for the nation's veterans. Yes, there's ongoing activity around VA as a high-reliability organization. You know, high-reliability organization is a, you know, implies a learning organization that uh, is constantly improving, is committed to reducing defects and errors. And that relates closely to more uh, trusted data, highly reliable data, data that's semantically interoperable across different systems, right? Imagine, you know, in our case, you know, we have Vista, we have, in our clinical case, uh, we have Millennium from Cerner, you know, Millennium is also being implemented by DOD. We have community care. And then we have a variety of benefit systems. Uh, we get data from DOD. There's just a lot of legacy systems that generate data. And, and so the focus on data management and, and having that data semantically interoperable in a highly reliable way, high data quality, right, then really drives towards foundational support for the high reliability organization ideas. And for example, uh, can help us, you know, contribute towards reducing and uh, improving patient safety and improving insight to drive clinical decision support. Uh, and then more broadly, as we look at the, you know, data across the myriad programs and touch points and look at that data longitudinally, you know, we, we have a line of sight, you know, it, this is a long-term kind of aspirational goal, but we could see where we can start to understand uh, the impact of service and benefits on lifetime outcomes for veterans in areas like health span, economic outcomes, dignity is measured by social connectedness. And so, you know, really, you know, as we mature our data management as an enterprise, as we're able to better manage and integrate our data, it gives us an opportunity to really do evidence-based policymaking, evidence-based budgeting to support our veteran populations and, and ensure that we are uh, efficiently and effectively uh, using the funds entrusted to us by the Congress. That's all with HealthCast for now. Thanks for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe with your favorite podcast app or listen to more at governmentciomedia.com. Until next time. HealthCast is a production of Government CIO Media and Research. For more podcasts, head to governmentciomedia.com slash podcasts. HealthCast is produced by Amy Kluber, hosted by Melissa Harris and Adam Patterson. If you liked what you heard, let us know by leaving a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.